Oh, hello, dear Bleak and Review listener. This is Kevin Anderson. How are you today? All right, I guess you don't have to respond. That's fine. Uh, I'm just here on a random Thursday to let you know that there's a brand new episode of my other new show, One and a Half Men with Hollis Black, available on the Bleak and Review Patreon. If you missed our intro episode from last week, this is a show where Hollis and I review insane content and things of that nature. And for the first episode, we did a terrifying cerebral nightmare called Doki Doki Literature Club. If you're not familiar, it's a very strange Steam game, and I think you can get it elsewhere, but it's a very strange game that I had never played before. Hollis made me play it. I lost my mind. It broke me for two days. Uh, (laughs) And I'm going to be showing a little clip here from that episode, maybe to entice you to go over to patreon.com slash bleak and review and consider pledging just $5 and you'll get access to this full episode and more in the future, certainly. We're gonna be doing it once a week, hopefully. As long as we don't run out of insane shit to watch, listen to, play, read, experience. So yeah, patreon.com slash bleakandreview to hear the full episode. Coming up here though, I did drop a little clip from the beginning of the episode and then somewhere in the middle of the episode, just so you can see the drastic tonal shift in the game that we played. And it's also pretty funny, so I think you'll enjoy it. If you like this show, you'll probably like that show. Enjoy! One and a half men, that's the show. Kevin named it. I I tolerate it. The game starts as a very, and for a very long time, a uh, slow burn for sure. It's a, it's one of these dating simulator games, which is a genre that I have actually never participated in. I'm aware that they exist. For sure. Uh, and I'm a little creeped out by some of them. Uh, yeah, that's <laughs> which, also correct. Not, I, again, I don't know if that's culturally insensitive, but a game where you as a full grown adult are pretending to date high school anime girls... Seems weird. I don't know. Not the best. Not not a great look. <laughs> so there was a bit of that going on in the game as you play. Uh, first of all, I made my name motherfucker in that because I, I assumed that would be ripe for comedy throughout. <laughs> and it kind of was. It did chop up the monotony of the first half of the game. Sure, yeah. Because like for, yeah, for the first like two hours, it is maybe even longer. It is just a game about being in a literature club in a high school and like... Trying to make friends with slash woo, like, whatever girl you want to talk to. And it's, like, intentionally, like, real milk toast, real boring yes. to read. Uh, as I probably, I'm sure I mentioned several mm-hmm. times during the, the play, my playthrough was, uh, man, they have said the exact same thing four different ways, and I keep having to read dialogue. Yes. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> Which, I, as you were saying, is kind of a trope of... Yeah, you'll find it in pers- the Persona series, you'll find it in Danganronpa, like, it, it, almost any Japanese game that has a lot of, like, dialogue going on it's going to be a lot of people being like i feel this way well i know you feel that way but i feel this way well, well it's interesting yeah. that you feel that way i feel this like that exactly that over and over where it's like i get it please let's move forward i know this is going to scar me eventually i just want to get there yeah totally but i think that the inclusion of that and the absurd amount of that repetition does kind of make the payoff yeah because it lulls you into a place sure yeah because like, we had several smoke breaks before I even got to, like, the thing. 
Uh-huh. But let's set the scene. Who, and I'm going to remember, fucking forget all the characters' names over and over, so I'm counting on you to remember I got uh, all of my waifu names. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, who are the uh, four people involved in Doki Doki Literature Club? Okay, so main character, yourself, but then you are you are dealing with, the first one you meet is Sayori, who is your childhood neighbor, I believe... She's described as the kind of person that you wouldn't make friends with now, but you've been friends for so long, and so they just kind of stick around. Yep. She's like a kind of a bubbly, cheerful optimist. Kind uh, of an airhead, always sleeps in, forgets to do stuff, is always eating food, always hungry. Yeah, yeah. She's always you know, like running out of the house with like toast hanging out of her mouth, being like, I'm late for school. Like every, <laughs> she's, yeah. she's like that scene in, uh, in They Came Together where Amy Poehler keeps bumbling around and falling down the stairs. It's like, oh, she's so quirky, but you can't help but love her. <laughs> kind of in that vein. And that's Sayori, and that's yes, the yes. first one you meet. She drags you to, you go to school, she convinces you to come join her club after you go... I have an internal monologue of, uh, well, the only club I think I'll join is Anime Club. <laughs> anime Club, obviously. <laughs> uh, and so, then, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so then she introduces you to the club, starting with the president, uh, Monica, spelled with a K. Mm-hmm. Uh, Monica is kind, but there's a weird distance to her. She seems like unusually formal compared to the other characters you yeah. meet. You also don't interact with her as much as the others. No. Because like, she's never an option for your uh, the one you want to pursue. No. So, no. But she is the leader of the uh, uh, of the club. Yeah. So then you meet uh, Yuri, who is the oldest. She is uh, shy, purple-haired, into horror. Um, she writes really eloquently and pretentiously. And Natsuki, who is the youngest. She's short. She's pink-haired. She's a sundari. She's always she's like, Baka, it's not like I wanted you to think I was cute. Oh, I want to hit you so bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, what was her name again? God, I already forgot. Natsuki? Natsuki. Okay, like, yeah, that was your waifu. You should know that one. <laughs> hey, man, I just bag him and tag him, baby. Like, I don't even mean to know <laughs> That's um, what I do. I, I go to little Tokyo, and I bag and tag all those anime body pillows. Oh, yo, Hollis, yo, when I'm, when I'm playing Dayton Sims, fuck them and chuck them, bro. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> no, that is the, uh, yeah, so you, you kind of get a little bit about all these girls' personalities. A rotating wheel, turning an axle, grinding, bolt head, linear gearbox, falling sky. Seven holy stakes, a docked ship, a portal to another world, a thin rope tied to a thick rope, a torn harness, parabolic gearbox, expanding universe, time controlled by slipping cogwheels, existence of God, swimming with open water in all directions, drowning, a prayer written in blood, a prayer written in time, devouring snakes with human eyes, a thread connecting all living human eyes, a kaleidoscope of holy stakes, exponential gearbox, a a sky of exploding stars. God disproving the existence of God, a wheel rotating in six dimensions, 40 gears and a ticking clock, a clock that ticks one second for every rotation of the planet, a clock that ticks 40 times every time it ticks every second time, a bolt head of holy stakes tied to the existence of a docked ship in another world, a kaleidoscope of blood written in clocks, a time devouring prayer connecting to a sky of 40 gears, and open human eyes in all directions, breathing gearbox, breathing bolt head, breathing ship, breathing portal, breathing snakes, breathing God, breathing blood, breathing holy stakes, breathing human eyes, breathing time, breathing prayer, breathing sky, breathing wheel. 
kawaii. Yeah. So like <laughs> things have taken a turn. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. That's nuts. Uh, and- to hear this full episode and all other Bleak and Review Patreon content, go to patreon.com slash bleakandreview and give me money, please.